Thanks for tuning into the Brews Room, our little addition to the oversaturated world of podcasting. Join me, Mark, the resident beer enthusiast, along with Justin and Jeff from Exit 6 and Kyle from Shamrock's Bar and Grill as we talk beer, brewing, and pop culture. You can also join us live every week at 1030 Central on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thebearded. And we can be found on all relevant social networks as The Brews Room, including Patreon, where sponsorship gets you early access to our show as well as bonus material. At this point, I'm supposed to tell you where to download our podcast, but let's be honest, if you don't know how to perform a basic internet search, then you have bigger problems in life. Thanks for listening. But it's working now. Anyways, as we were saying, we've got a uh, special guest with us tonight. Eight Mile Van Gordon, JVJ is here. This is uh, New Mark Three, I think. Oh, right. New Mark Three, New Mark Four, something I like don't that. Know. Well, thank you. There for are other answers. Uh, so Jason's been—he lives in Detroit. He's been coming down here uh, to St. Louis for five years. He's been coming in the bar the entire time. Um, go on. Oh, just because it's a wonderful place. Good beers, good people. Uh, hey, Lynn, can you handle the door, please? Hey, Cogwhistle, thanks for that follow already. Nice. Um, <laughs> we got people coming up to the door. This is weird. Uh, anyway, um, so you love Exit 6. Obviously, you've been coming here for a long time. What uh, what other uh, St. Louis breweries have, have you been really fond of since you've been coming down here? Oh, 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 I know. I think Jeff knows. <laughs> but, uh, no, I really, really enjoy going to Second Shift. Uh, talk to Kreider a bit. Yeah. Libby as well. And uh, one of the newer ones I go to is uh, Narrow Gauge. Nice. Uh, Jeff calls my favorite brewery in St. Louis. <laughs> They're pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's good food, good good beer as well. So even if you went there not knowing that they were a brewery, if you just went to Cagino's to eat, you're in for a, a fucking treat. You're not going to oh, be disappointed. Yeah. That would be just a great surprise. I've yeah. heard they've got meatballs. <laughs> oh, the stuffed meatballs. They're so good. <laughs> So, uh, what's uh, what's your favorite second shift beer? Oh, I really liked that maple barrel aged LSD. Did you really? Oh, I really yeah. liked it. I still have a can sitting, waiting. <laughs> I'm not generally a maple fan in beer. I don't think Jeff is either. I am not a maple um, fan in anything. Neither I, am I. I have not had that one, but I love LSD on its own. That's one of my favorite stouts in St. Louis. Yeah, I got I got lucky. You know when when uh, Jeff invited. Invited me to go to the uh, Cask Fest. Yeah, uh, got got in with the double allotment, and like I said, I have that one can just sitting waiting for a for a special occasion. Yeah, nice. Speaking of special occasions, and we were. Uh, he brought some beers down for us tonight. <laughs> yeah, that I did. Uh, <laughs> you probably can't read them on or see them on chat, but uh, we've got uh, this guy right here. Bud Light Rattler. These Apple are Moose. only available in Canada, or you, yeah. you just get them in Canada? I've only ever seen it in Canada. It does have French writing on the can itself. We oh, really? Yeah. All right. So it specifies Pomplemousse uh, for grapefruit, and then, uh, yeah, it's got some French writing on the bottom. I'm excited to try this. He uh, Jason's been talking this up since the first time he had it oh, a few months ago. We did a... Uh, we did a three Rattler tasting, and uh, this was my favorite. Who were the other Rattlers? So, 
Do you have Stiegel? Stiegel. Schofferhofer? Schofferhofer. There we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that that pretty it. much uh, wraps it up. Other than uh, what Big Shark, I guess, you can get pretty easily now from Urban <laughs> Chestnut. It smells really good. It's it's surprisingly good. Oh, line of Google, yeah. You're not, you're not wrong, man. This smells pretty tasty. Why can't they make all their beers like this? This tastes good, man. This is a <laughs> really good beer. I've been telling you guys, and this is a great surprise. It's still beer enough, like tasting. It doesn't just taste like uh, grapefruit juice. I'm but, not happy uh, about saying how much I like this. Man. The the thing with it is, though, it's it's legitimately grapefruit. Yeah, it's not that candy sweetness, which is exactly what you expect from a Budweiser flavored. You know anything? We've right. we've talked about uh, you know Anheuser. Be- they're great brewers, right? Like these guys are some of the best, the best brewers in the, in the world. world. They can make a great beer in any style. Whether they get to actually do it or not is a different story. The company chooses not. To. Yeah, I got to believe that the uh, the guys that are brewing, you know. Bud Light every really day. Aggravated with myself. Would really love to get in there and play around and do some other stuff, but oh man, this might be a new. Well, I, if we could get it here, this would be my uh, guilty pleasure beer of the summer. I think over Bud Light Lime. Except I'd have to drink twenty four of them. Yeah, what, it's two point four percent. Two point. Oh fuck yeah. that. Yeah, it's pretty low. It's also made with real fruit juice. Yeah. Extra light beer with fruit juice. Two point four percent alcohol by volume. And oh, there's the French. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Ce soir? Ce soir. Ce soir. Did you just ask to take me home tonight? I said, do you want to go to bed with me tonight? Oh, okay. Close enough. And yes is the answer. Fuck yeah. It's going to be a good day, Tater. <laughs> uh, Fruit avec du vrai jus de fruit. The, the only problem with it is is the fact that I have to get it from Canada. Yeah. And beer in Canada is very expensive. Really? Why? That's a $33 12-pack. Holy oh, shit. Canadian. That's that not that good. Yeah, No, that <laughs> would definitely not be my guilty pleasure. 33 so Canadians. What's that? It's, it's $22. Okay. I think that's so seven American. Too bad. Yeah. Six. Something American. like that. Yeah. Even though tw- Tuesday. T- 22 bucks for a 12-pack of this is ridiculous. Outrageous. And and that's just Canada beer. Yeah, everything's that high. Yeah, Not every, just Bud products. I mean, no, you're talking forty dollar cases. Yeah, of uh, even for Canadian beer like Molson or Labatt, something absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Wow. Why is that just Texas? I would guess. The way is that called. what free healthcare gets you? Expensive <laughs> beer. Well, yeah. I mean the the crazy high tax, but also it's government run beer store, uh, so the government sets the price. Goddamn government getting their hands all over my beer. What do you pay for on average if you go into a bar and grab a pint? Uh, the good thing is uh, you go in and pay six bucks for a pint, maybe seven dollars. Okay, that's not too bad. No, so draft then, is normal, but package. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, uh, just went to a brewery uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, six, seven dollars for a pint. Yeah, four. <laughs> What's your favorite brewery in Canada? Uh, there's. A Frank beer in Windsor that's that's doing pretty well. It's called Frank beer. Frank beer. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I am there. I'm, it I'm, is right. booming. Listen to that sexy voice. <laughs> but 
my problem with it is I come from Michigan. We have great beer, and you go to Windsor, and they're seven years behind. Yeah. They're getting better and better they all the time. They just got, like, regular IPAs up there? Yeah, no no Alexander <laughs> Keith's anymore. I don't know what that is. It's it's an English IPA. Oh, Everyone okay. loves yeah. a good Canadian joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just saw an interesting post on Reddit. I actually flipped through a few pages of po- uh, comments about what were the best breweries in Canada, and I had a hard time. Like, they said, what are your top three? Like, I could only come up with, like, three craft breweries. Moosehead. Dude is not Canadian. Um, oh, yeah. Which I love, Dude to CL. Uh, I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Oh, I think I, they make yeah, some great stuff. Good. And then Unibrew was uh, the other big oh, wow. one that's been around for, what, 20-plus years. Oh. French brewery in Canada making Belgian beer. It's yeah, pretty legit. Um, I actually went around in Montreal a bit a couple years ago, and every brewery I went to was really good. Yeah. Um, Windsor's catching up because it's right there next to Detroit. But I would say anything in Montreal is better than Windsor. Nice. It just kind of surprises me being that close to the U.S. that it hasn't like you know caught on a little quicker. It's it's really blown up in Windsor just because it's so close. Yeah. I mean, it's a what mile long bridge to get across it, to Windsor, and and it's improving exponentially. Nice. I actually had. An interesting, oh, I think it's interesting anyway. You guys can be the judge. I'll be the judge not, of that. Uh, about Canada, one of the articles I wanted to talk about was this company that's uh, in Can- Canada is legalizing recreational marijuana. And so this company is the first one to make cannabis beer, but not in the way you think. They're actually using the stalks and stems and leaves and everything to brew the beer instead of malt. Oh, the shake? Yeah. They found uh, a use for the shake? Well done. Uh, so there's uh, some enzymes that they use in there to break it down and get um, fermentable sugars out of the actual, the rest of the plant. And then they remove the alcohol um, afterwards. And they said it has about six and a half milligrams of cannabis per pint, or for THC, I mean, per pint. And so they, they figured that one of their beers is worth about one regular beer with alcohol in it, but right. it but it hits you a lot faster. Yeah, uh, that's the thing they're kind of working on right now. You say six and a half mil, six point five THC. Yeah, that's more that's than the, the Lagunitas stuff. Really? Yeah the the uh, hop high fi hops. Uh-huh. The uh, sparkling water we were talking about. Yeah, that's only five. Well, it's five it's mil. Like, that's it. Five mil THC, five mil CBD. But you know, CBD is not what's sure. getting you high or anything. Um, so. Yeah, Canada's doing it up more than Lagunitas. Who'd have thought? I could just see that being a really interesting drinking experience. Yeah, it's coming. I would be I'll see what I can do about getting you one. So I think the issue in Canada is that technically edibles aren't legal for another year, and I don't know if the beer is going to fall into an edibles category, you know, versus just being able to smoke on you know at your house or whatever. Uh, so that's something they're working with legally too. They can start testing brewing but you can't sell any of it yet obviously um and i think that's you know going to be the big issue is where does that fall in the realm of of product line for for marijuana recreationally so there's uh that company is already on i think they're on they're publicly traded right now and they just saw a big uptick uh today because of that 
article they had just posted about all their findings and actually using everything. So you got to go to the distributor or the, yeah, the that's, dispensary that's to get your beer. Not, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Like because you said the liquor stores are all state run, but the dispensaries are also going to be state run. Is that right? Uh, you I don't, don't know on that one. No. I would assume so. No, I have no idea. Just based on how things operate yeah. there. I Dispensaries would so. in Colorado and, and stuff are not state-run, right? They're privately Correct. owned? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be f- interesting to see what happens and how much of that ends up leaking its way down into the U.S., especially in areas like Windsor. Like, how heavily uh, patrolled is, you know, are those gates? And uh, So, you, do you drive over to Windsor a lot? Isn't your wife Canadian? Yeah. yeah so, how often do you Canadian. go into Canada? I go more for work than for family stuff, to be honest. Okay, but I mean, I'm I'm over there probably at least once a month in Windsor or in, someplace else in Windsor. Okay, so how once a month? Fuck. Okay, how is easy is it getting uh, across the border now? So I have my Nexus card. Makes it real easy for me. Um, so like a fast pass at Disneyland. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is it? It's okay. uh, it's a trusted traveler card. Okay. Um, I assume so anybody- you can bring back all the weed. Uh, it's it's possible, but they they do random checks as well. Yeah. All right. So do you have even a with better that. chance being in that line, not getting searched? Yes. Yeah. But I would never do that. Yeah. No. Oh, of course, course not. not. No. No. <laughs> because you're a law-abiding citizen. It's, yeah. It's illegal in the United hey, States. God, why would you want to lose your job over some fucking weed beer that just is stupid? <laughs> right. And and that would cut a lot of my customers out. I wouldn't be able to travel for work. You do a lot of traveling for it. Absolutely. So uh, every place you go, do you hit a uh, brewery or four or five? Yes. Um, I ch- what I do. What is cities have you found has the best beer scene? I, I'm going to stick with my St. Louis. Yeah. I, I really like St. Louis. Um, Grand Rapids is great, but St. Louis to me is not only just the beer, but the people. It's always now, been. Honestly, are you saying that because you're in Exit 6 in St. Louis and on a St. Louis podcast? Absolutely not. Right. Why would I keep coming back here if I didn't? Sure. Like I mean, it? five and a half years, like, he yeah. obviously likes something about this place. Let's put it this way for all of you guys that have actually been in Exit 6 before, Jason is almost done with his fourth card, and he lives in Detroit. <laughs> so, yeah, working on it. We have another Canadian beer, by the way. <laughs> this is uh, this is a Paps Dry. It's it's uh, the Paps Blue Ribbon five point nine. The, it's strong, the strong beer, beer is what it's called on there. But take a drink and tell me that it uh, Paps Dry wouldn't be a good name for it. Well, and I when I saw it first in Montreal, Ooh. it was called Paps Dry. Huh. Same label, just called Paps Dry. And this uh, was seven or this years one is ago. not the as good of a surprise as the Bud Light. It's not bad. It's not, but if I if this was my choice over regular PBR, if this was my only option, I'd probably still drink it. Yeah, but uh, this was more a uniqueness thing. Yeah, honestly, I didn't. I didn't no, know I'm that really, they had. Really glad to have it. I know it in Pabst in Asia has a whole lot of different variants and stuff. I don't. You can't really call them variants, like, uh, but I guess they are. <laughs> I think they are. Yeah. Perhaps it's, it's like sells for forty bucks a bottle in Asia. Yeah, for that special reserve. Yeah. I don't know about this. Uh, I don't know what I expected from nah. Paps Dry. I don't either. Yeah, it's five point nine percent Paps Strong Beer. I don't know really. I think this is basically exactly what I expected. Yeah. And it's fine. Can we? 
Wish we had more Rattler. I'm going to take up a collection the next time so you can bring a case home. There's still some in here. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. Even with Lynn pouring her sample and then pouring another one for Lauren for when she gets here, oh, there's still some up? left. Yeah. Oh, nice. She's off tomorrow. So. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Nah, I'm fine. Um, not beer so, related at all. Go ahead. Outside of St. Louis and Grand Rapids, which is is Grand Rapids home or Detroit uh, home? Detroit area is home for me, and Grand Rapids is a two and a half hour drive. So that's okay. a that's a destination. If I'm so, going out there for beer, it's staying for the weekend. Outside of of St. Louis, then what are some cities that we might be surprised with the quality of their beer scene? Well, you're not going to be surprised about Nashville. Nashville's great. Actually, I'm very surprised that that's really. the one that you bring up. Nashville oh, uh, Bearded Iris w- is really the only brewery I know of note from Nashville. Yazoo. Uh, Bearded Iris. Count them as a noted brewery. No, they're fucking awful. Yeah. I don't like Yazoo. <laughs> Yazoo's, yeah, Yazoo's all right. There's Jackalope. Uh, you know what? Fat yeah. Bottom Brewing. Jackalope has made some good beers. I've had some beers from them. But Did you say Fat Bottom? Fat Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Yazoo to me is what Schlafly was three or four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of sit back on Sue, and that's like, you know, the one beer you see all the time when we're in Memphis, every, you know, Sue's on everywhere. It's just their pale ale or whatever. Um, and then we hit that that festival that we pour at, you know, in October, and they always have a couple of beers and new stuff that I've never had. And usually they're fine, but nothing just stands out. They always just seem to do kind of basic stuff. Yeah, I haven't been in to Yazoo in a few years just because there's so many better places to yeah. go. Um, but there is a whole... I would say four block area. It's it's not Asheville quantity, yeah, but it's you can just walk brewery to brewery to brewery. Where's that at in Nashville? It's all close to Jackalope. To be honest, I don't know Fair exactly enough. where. It's yeah. I mean it's it's not too far off Broadway. Nashville is that Nashville's like Beale or Beale Street is Broadway. Broadway yeah, I, I've never been there. That's uh, one place Lynn and I have talked about. You know, just going in. For I'm a couple not a days. huge fan. I like I like Memphis way better. You don't like the music and stuff. I think that true, right? Like, no. isn't everything pretty much country themed? Yes, oh, and every bar on the street has live yeah. country music. You're never. You're just not really a big and fan of live music at, at really bars. Not. Like, no. I don't mind that in Memphis. Like, you know, catching some good blues or something. Um, you know, as long as it's not overpoweringly loud. Yeah. Um, well, see, that's just it. Every place there is overpoweringly yeah. loud, and it's all that modern. Bullshit pop country that's so popular uh, that's, right now. Everything there. I don't know what's on worse. Broadway is that. <laughs> Speaking of country, uh, <laughs> so I was me and Mark were talking about this earlier tonight. Do you remember the uh, whole Garth Brooks Chris Gaines fiasco? I don't remember I if, do it being a fiasco, okay. but I remember. You remember he like pulled this alter ego, right? Would you would you categorize that as a successful like publicity stunt? No, no. I don't know what you're talking oh, about, so Garth I guess Brooks not. In the late '90s, early 2000s, maybe, decided he wanted to have an, a rock star alter ego called Chris Gaines, and so he started. He put an album out under the name and started touring and stuff like that. Apparently, that album he put out by them went double platinum. No bullshit. I called. I said the same. I told. We were talking about it with Mark. I'm like, there's. That was like one of the worst things. You know, and a performer could do right was the Chris Gaines stunt, and he's like, I don't think it was as bad as you think it was. And he looked it up, and sure, shit, double platinum on the Chris Gaines album. 
No, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. No. Mark's lying. He's he wrong. Wikipedia is lying, I guess. Yep. Don't buy it. <clears throat> Help yourself to that, buddy. Have as much as you want. I'm not going to let it go to waste. Right. I mean, I might as well, yeah, we can finish it. Uh, and then we can get on to our surprise set of beers tonight. I didn't post a picture of these or anything. I guess it's kind of an announcement. Nobody's really talked about it yet, so I say I think we have brought it up a couple of times on the show, but kind of in passing. Yeah. But yeah, for those of you that have not heard, uh, Sweetwater is making their Missouri debut uh, next next week. August sixth is the day of their official release in uh, Missouri. So uh, we're actually doing their their kickoff party. We're going to be doing a tap takeover. I just found this all out today. Yeah. Uh, We've got a lot of variants. We've got a barrel-aged stout that we're going to end up putting on. We've got, uh, they send up a couple of sours. Really? A uh, couple of Berliners, a couple of fooders. No shit. Uh, fruited variants of it. Um, I believe, I think it's apricot. They only sent one keg of apricot, and we're going to get that. A uh, couple of others. So they're much more diverse than I thought. Yeah, yeah, me too. I had no idea I, that they did anything besides IPA and 420. I, that's you know? right. Pretty much. I mean, we uh, the going coastal we'd had a month or so ago. Whenever I came back from Asheville, uh, South Carolina, I had brought one of those home. But I, I only kind of knew them for IPAs. So I've never really mm-hmm. had anything from them that wasn't a hop forward beer. So I'm looking forward to uh, all the new stuff. So yeah, that's pretty cool. They they dropped off uh, four samples for me today. Um, so I figure, what what better time than now to drink them kind of talk about their release which well we've done that (laughs) that's Uh, over yeah if you're listening not live that was yesterday so if you're listening on twitch right now then come in and see me on wednesday i'll be here behind the bar pouring all the 420 no no no. what no no yeah well if you're on uh twitch right now we are not doing anything on wednesday august 6th i mean Yes, we can talk about it on August 6th. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast right now on Thursday, should have been here yesterday. <laughs> got to tell me these things yeah, if uh, we're yeah, supposed that's to keep a, secrets, Jeff. Yeah, no, that's, uh, <laughs> secrets, that's, secrets are no fun. That's what Lynn tells me all the time. Secret, secret. I've got a secret. We'll so let's drink uh, one of these uh, secret beers. I have hop hash is the uh, first one. All right, we'll do that one. Just because it said easy IPA, I'm assuming it's a yeah, 4.2% session. Uh, I put together a, a quick drink it or sink it in Kyle's absence. Yeah. So uh, if you would like, we could. We Jason, could. you're familiar with this game, right? You've heard the uh, you've heard it on Twitch before? I have. Or the podcast. I guess you listen to the come podcast. On, come too. on. Be like you talk on yes, that mic, buddy. I will. <laughs> Thank you. I, I've, I've heard of that game. All right. Let's play. All right. Hang on. i got to pull, I gotta oh pull my out God, my notes here. What's wrong? No. Okay. <laughs> Drink it or sink it. Tonight's show will be better th- with Jason than with Kyle. Oh, drink it up. Oh, you got to drink it. You got to drink it, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I figured that one was kind of the softball. Uh, drink it or sink it. There will be a decrease in the total number of breweries in the U.S. within five years. Ooh. 
I've actually. And I'm not talking about a specific city. I'm talking no, in the in U.S. General. The number of breweries will hit X, and then will drop to Y inside of five years. I've actually been looking into some statistics on recent studies. Yeah, this uh, thing. I guess uh, I think last year we had something like 300 breweries open. And fifty or sixty close, and I so five years. I'm gonna guess that's gonna equalize. Man, uh, I'm gonna go drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm, you. I'm, I agree. I, I don't, I, think I it's don't. Happen. I don't think so. And it, well, if it is, I think it's minute. Sure, a couple hundred maybe. I, th- but I do think within that in that five years, we are going to start to plateau. You know who is just fucking going crazy right now with closings is san diego oh uh, besides green flash yeah a bunch <laughs> of breweries been closing in san diego. san diego is one of the most you know market saturated cities for breweries i think yeah, um yeah. they have a ton of people but there's like 200 breweries or something like that there that's asinine you know like yeah it is <clears throat> i know we're we're pretty much at capacity in st st louis i think as far as the downtown area goes so we have so many suburbs and, and areas here that I think could still see some more breweries, but I think downtown is pretty much, you know, about as big as it's going to get for, for breweries. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, drink it or sink it. If you went out for beers with Terry Crews, would you pay for your own beer or would you pay for both? Or would you let him... Uh, that's just kind of an or... Uh, drink it or sink it. You would buy your own beers only if you went out drinking with Terry Crews. Um, sink it. I'm going to try and be the cool guy and buy both of our beers. Yeah. This guy's a multimillionaire. Yeah. Many times over. Yeah. And was sexually re- assaulted. I don't know if that has to do with me buying him beers. or. Well, it sounds <laughs> like you want to buy him beers to get him drunk so you could assault him. Or because you've got... That's, that's a very large stretch. White guilt. <laughs> I don't know. I also don't have that either. Good. Uh... That's why we're friends. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drink it on. Uh, or what was it? Sink, sink, it? sink it on just buying my beers. I I try to buy everybody's beers. Yeah. yeah. So. What, what's the context of how we even met Terry Crews to go out and have beers in the first place? That's the okay, question. Well, That's. I've, I think that actually might change my. I've thought my about answer. that. I've thought about it. Yeah. Tell me. He came in here. He's doing a, a book tour uh-huh. on his sexual assault. And stopped by here because yeah. he heard good things. If he came in here, I'm definitely buying his beers. Well, but, he, no, because the, the thing is, you, know, you didn't know he was here. He was sitting out on the patio, and his uh, his publicist yeah. kept coming inside and buying beers. And then he pays his tab, but Terry's got a, a pee. very ornate story that you have prepared. I had this all, all prepared. <laughs> There's no way I'm coming up with this shit off the top of my head right now. But Terry had so many beers, he had to run inside and pee. And you're like... Terry fucking Cruz. And he's like, call me Hector. Macho. Camacho. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, hey, uh, I'm getting ready to get out of here. Lynn's going to close. Uh, can we go Can we go grab a beer someplace? And Terry's like, I was just going to ask you, where's a good place locally to go get a beer? And uh, he's like, yeah, why don't you come with me? We're going to go to Lulu's and, and have a pint. And yeah. he invites you to come with him. 
is this pub- publicist with him still too? Publicist is coming too, and the publicist tipped twelve percent. Well, I mean that's that's irrelevant, I think, on a sixty-four dollar tip. It's still irrelevant. Okay. He's not paying. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Terry Crews a beer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm staying with that. Yep, I agree. Does okay. the story does the story doesn't change your mind? No, no, no. I'm I'm still buying people yeah. beers. All right. All right. Uh, drink it or sink it. Schlafly will be back on top of the St. Louis beer scene. I'm not saying number one, but let's say top five within three years. Are we talking production or? Nope. Respect. Uh, no. Sink it. We See, keep calling them new Schlafly. Uh, yeah, but I don't think the the people that ultimately make those decisions for the beer group the the beers I've seen recently are not the beers that I was seeing five years ago. Yeah, so I think it's possible. That's not. It's, the, the it's not maybe. Are, He's sipping, not drinking. He's yeah. taking a sip on. I don't it. like that. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not allowing a sipping. All right. Well, there's drink it. There's sink it. No sip it. Zach drink, says drink uh, it. Drink it. Oh, he says yes. Zach says sink it too. I, and it's nothing against what they're doing. I just think they have such a reputation already. And you're never going to beat the top three right now, which are Narrow Gauge, Side Project, and Perennial. And I'm going to take four and put Second Shift in there. Yeah. No way that Schlafly overtakes any three, any four of those breweries. Well, now that you put it that way, I'll, I'll, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we brought you on here. All right. <laughs> Just to inflate my ego. Drink it or sink it. You would have pulled Ponce de Leon tonight heading into the eighth if you were the manager of the Cardinals. For those of you that didn't watch the Cardinals game tonight, this was the kid's major league debut. He had a no-hitter through seven, but was leading off the top of the eighth to bat, and the manager pulled him. A no-hitter in his first game ever through seven. Now, granted, he was at 116 pitches, but it's his first game in the majors, and he's got a no-hitter through seven. So pulling pulling him is... Uh Drink it or sink it? Yes. Uh, You would have pulled him as the manager of the Cardinals, like the manager did. uh, I got to go. I'm sinking it. You would have kept him in? Yeah. After uh, 116 pitches? I understand. Are you a baseball guy? I think you got to give him, at least let him start the inning. Yeah. That means you got to bat him, and you're only up one nothing. The bats clearly weren't doing anything anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you could have kept pitching the way he was pitching, yeah, I, that's the thing. I, I think you got to. I think you got to let him start the inning at least. I, I was. I was livid that they pulled him. I think you, you got to give this kid were. a chance. I understand wanting to, you know, not hurt the new kid. Right. You know, like over pitching him right, you know, right out of the gate or whatever. But it's a once in a lifetime opportunity but that's the thing like when you when you're a manager you can't think about stuff like that right you have to think about the team and the overall not about this one moment yeah all right two left drink it or sink it duck boats and branson <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's pretty clear <laughs> we're going to drink that up yeah. somebody's team name at trivia tonight was uh, a trivia and that was if only ducks had nine lives or something Ooh. like that. They got a lot of booze. Yeah, but <laughs> all right, last one. Drink it or sink it. You're first. 
Second Shift makes the best IPAs in St. Louis. Why are you crying? Sink it. Sink it? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, what's wrong with your eye? I don't know. All right. Justin, drink it or sink it. Second Shift makes the best IPAs in St. Louis. We're going to say present company excluded. You know. I'm going to go drink it, man. A Burkaki is one of my favorite beers of all time. Um, I am drinking it also. I, 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 I don't get as excited about the... Uh, you know the the hazy northeast stuff. So I got it. I got a bounce uh, narrow gauge on that. And that's I don't, the way I am. I don't think there's another brewery in town that's doing uh, top tier IPAs like both of those breweries are. But Second Shift has got to be my favorite. Yeah, I I agree. I I just I like the traditional IPAs better than the uh, northeast style IPAs. So yeah, I drink just riding it. that craze right now. So. I get it. Yeah. Man, you know what's we had their uh, speaking of second shift, we've got their new beer on uh, casual. casual experimentation. It's a non hazy northeastish IPA. It was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Actually. Uh, Did you try? You didn't I try didn't, one of those. I didn't tonight. try that one yet. Yeah. yeah, you make sure you have one of those before you leave. No, absolutely. Um, they had a brute IPA at uh, Heritage Festival last weekend. That was pretty good. That's a big trend right now. Oh, all it's of a, a sudden, good trend as well. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. That's the only one I had. I liked it. Um, what was it again? A Brute IPA. Don't bring me down. I'll try not to. Brute. <laughs> Do you see those a lot when you're traveling now? All of a sudden? I've, I've seen quite a few yeah. uh, very recently. And What are they? I don't, I don't they're, a, they're a dry, super clear, dry. And I, it's a really just refreshing, clear, clean. Really? Because I, when I hear... Dry. I don't think refreshing. See, I like dry. Anti northeast, basically. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like everything the opposite, opposite okay. of northeast <laughs> IPAs. So it's a southwest IPA. Yeah, sure. You'd probably like it. I think. I, I but I, you're, I'm, I'm with uh, Jason. I love, um, drier IPAs. Someone here on chat just brought up Rat Salad. Yeah, Rat man, Salad's good, man. It's such an underrated beer, and I was. I haven't seen it in forever, and yeah. I just saw recently on Facebook they're they're brewing it again. So nice. I was pretty excited for that. What's uh, I mean, we get Ardenerosis and Elgato um, more frequently than any of the others, which are great, also. But man, Rat Salad and Brukaki, those are two top tier beers for me. Yeah, I agree. See, my thing is when I go to Second Shift, I'm not going for IPAs. Sure, I'm going for the other styles that they do very very well. I mean, we've talked about it plenty of times that Katie is. Well, I, for me, it's probably my Desert Island beer, just the beer that I could mm-hmm. drink over and over and over every day, sitting on an island by myself. Um, and they've been doing, uh, you know, all the variants on that have been really good, but just give me classic Katie. I agree. That's very good. Yeah. I look forward to them getting that dialed back in with, yeah. the, with all the fooders and shit that they're, they're doing. I don't think it's been quite the same recently, but I look forward to it. Mike Stewart says still love Little it. Big Hop is the best session IPA out there. Agree, drink it or sink it. In St. Louis, I say drink it overall. I'm not yeah. so sure. I'll drink it. I really do like that one. Yeah. I don't drink enough session IPAs. Like, speaking of, we didn't even talk about this hop hash that we were just drinking, this session IPA from Sweetwater. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's the best way of putting it. It's, <laughs> it's fine. We say that about a lot of beers, and it's super descriptive. Uh, 
it's a super light IPA with not an overwhelming amount of hops, uh, not a, hardly any malt character on it whatsoever. Right. It's you know nice, fresh tasting hop character, but um, I don't know. I don't get excited about session beers, man, unless it's Civil Life. Right. <laughs> you know, they tell me that you want to tell me Civil Life put out something, a new session beer. I'm going to fucking drink it because that's what they do, and they do it fantastically. I was I was uh, talking to Jake, the owner of Civil Life, at uh, Heritage Fest last weekend. Yeah. Man, they got a lot of cool shit in the pipes. Oh, really? Not not beer-wise, but... Well, I know their expansions. Their expansion yeah. is what I'm talking about. You know, they bought that building next door to them, mm-hmm. and they are going big. They're canning. There's more beer coming out. There's... Yeah. He's got some some really cool shit coming down the road, and I can't wait to see what happens with them. I just found out that you can go there and uh, crack that for me. Yeah. Buy cans to go. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I want to go to the city just to buy some brown ale to have in the fridge. Did you crease that cap? When my yeah. uh, hell no, I didn't crease a cap. I used my barrel aged bottle of. Are there. you new? We don't crease caps on this show, Jason. Very good. That's why I asked. <laughs> I love that arc guest host is plugging our uh, stuff for us because <laughs> we forget to every week it's on the page and we run commercials it's fine that's enough right <laughs> it's not like they're paying us they just give us some free shit mike asked me what uh what the best session ipa out there is if i'm not a big uh little big hop guy yeah off the top of my head as much as i hate to to say it i'm kind of uh, daytime I'm not a big daytime fan. I like I like it. Uh, and I might be a little biased of it because when I was up there in Petaluma to, for uh, the Fusion 18, yeah. I mean, we'd get into the brewery at, at 9, 10 a.m., and the first thing everybody did was go to the bar and get a beer, and we just drank daytime all day while brewing and doing our classes and whatever. Starting at 10 a.m., I'm like, fuck, I don't want to drink. I'm still hungover from last night, but you know, that's <laughs> that's what we did, and so I don't know. I think I grew a, a pretty fond appreciation of it yeah. from from that whole experience. We got. Uh, I, that's not the sentence at all. I wanted to say. Uh, I was hoping that we would see nighttime again from them uh, yeah. this year. Well, we'll see in the fall if it comes back out. That was one of my favorite beers, new beers that they've done in a long time. I don't think time. they've done it in a couple of years, have they? they no, not, that I, not that I can remember. I don't think so either. I love that beer though. Uh, Boat, I'm a sucker. Boat for beer from Carton? That's what uh, Zach says. I don't know what that means. I don't know Carton. No, me neither. I haven't even heard of them. Boat beer. Zach's one of those guys that moved away and lives, like, I don't know where the hell he lives He's anymore. in Vermont, I believe. Is he? Yeah. Did he end up in the Northeast? I yeah. know that's where he was heading. Yeah. I know they were on their way down, back down to Texas, maybe, but uh, he spent a lot of time up in the Northeast. He's in Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Okay. Eh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, it's all the same state. The whole Northeast is like the size of, you know, from the Lake of the Ozarks to St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, that's really no, not that big a deal. Jason, when you go, you go down to South America as well. I've not. Oh, uh, I thought you were down in Mexico or Mexico. Something. Mexico's yeah. North America. I was Justin. thinking Brazil, yeah. but then I remember it was Mexico. Uh, what's the uh, craft scene like down there? So, in one of the towns I go to, there's actually a craft brewery. Yeah, and. Uh, it's the the sign is craft beer, that's it. <laughs> well, it's a good sign. And uh, he is a big fan of West Coast IPAs. Yeah, everything he does has a surveys a twist to it, though. 
So, so do you like make out with them every time you go there because of your love of the Northeast IPA? Well, he likes what? West. He you just West like, Coast. He likes West Coast IPAs. Tongue kiss them no. all the time. No. Okay. No, he just. There's not a. Is there a Mexican kiss like there's a French kiss? Not that I know of. No, right, that's just. Joking. No, there's. <laughs> I always have to remember though the special. They don't just shake hands. No. No, it's it's you don't go in for a handshake. It's a smack, smack, and just it's it's not a normal handshake, and it's always a uh, culture shock going back after being away for a few months. So it's not you mean it's not as simple. It's just like bending your middle finger when you shake his hand no, or something. No. You know, doing that little no. French tickler thing. No, 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 right. no ticklers. Where uh oh, what what's the the main drink down there? I'm sure it's not Corona, right? Like that's Sol Tecate, Tecate. I yeah. just had my first Tecate uh, on Saturday. Actually, we did um, blind beer draws at at the house, and everybody brought a twelve or six, or Jeff brought a dozen, <laughs> fifteen. I don't know. <laughs> I think I brought close to a, a case. bunch of shit. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I got my first Tecate. It's it's the. Mexican Bud Light. Actually, Lynn, did you have the Tecate? Lynn drew, Lynn drew the Tecate. That's right. Uh, it was fine. You were real excited, though, because you, you, she gave you a sample of it. You know, she let you take a drink. Yeah. You're like, I have never had Tecate. Could I please try it? You're like, yeah, tastes like a Mexican beer. Yeah. That was, I, had, uh, I had a couple of uh, real great ones, too. Jeff showed me one of the beers he brought. Um, it was a plastic 40-ounce bottle of Steel reserve. reserve. Oh boy! See, and the I, rule is it's blind draw. So you reach in, you grab a beer, whatever you, beer you grab, that's the one you drink. Yeah, the last time we did that, I had five natties in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I accidentally, I forgot it was in there, and I just reached in the top, and that's what I touched, and I dropped it. But Jeff saw me pick it up. You were caught. And oh, like, he froze, uh, and his eyes went to the size of uh-huh. silver dollars. Like. Ooh. <laughs> You know, deer in headlight look like, oh, does anybody notice? I'm like, you touched it. He goes, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one to get through. That was a night ender. <laughs> I, say, I think that was the end of Justin for the evening. I think I had one more beer after that, and then it was 2.30, and I went inside, and I like to pull the Irish goodbye. I went in to take a piss, and I'm like, I'm already down here. I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did eat. That's right. Lynn's, Lynn's reminding me. I did go in and eat. And then I went to bed. Had some food in me before. Uh, yeah, because it, you make it sound like you just went, well, I'm out, and then disappeared. No, because you were inside probably an hour eating and fucking around <laughs> while the rest of us were still in your garage drinking and having a good time because Lynn kept coming out. She's like, I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, well, he just <laughs> made himself a sandwich. So he might be coming out. He's going to rally and come back out. No, no. Now he's laying on the ground, and he's got his thumb in Minnie's butt. I'm not sure. And we're like, what? We're like, yeah, that I happened like two years ago. <laughs> I think 2.30 is an appropriate time for bed. Do you? Yeah, I yeah, do. All right. <laughs> I sure do. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no. no. We started drinking at 6. That is true. Eight and a half hours of drinking. <laughs> that was, that that's was a enough. Good, that's a pretty good job. We actually. played some wiffle ball. Uh, that was fun. Some of us aren't as good as others. I'm looking at my <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing what she called first base because she was standing in front of the pitcher. 
And every time a ball came at her, she just moved out of the way. Well, she went, ah! Well, and yeah. then moved out of the way. There was a scream first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, is this the same beer we just had? This is the four twenty. No, this is the four twenty. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, <laughs> so, it was a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> two for two on these beers tasting uh, very similar. It is very very Sa- similar. I disagree. I thought this one had considerably more to it than the last one. Really? I um, I think it's more of the come, same though. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's yes. Good. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. You know. It's almost like this was their regular IPA, and the other one was their session IPA. This is 5.7, and it's an EPA, not an IPA. <laughs> IPA is coming Thanks up, for Jeff. That, Jeff. Gotcha. No, it's still what it tastes like. I'm not saying that's what it was. <laughs> Man, I hope all the I other stuff this. that we're getting is uh, a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, new breweries, too, uh, Central States is on its way. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And off color, off color is here really soon. It's here. Uh, we can uh, we can order. You can't buy it yet, right? I got an email today saying, "Welcome off color." Yeah, it's now available. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any posts online about it actually being in stores yet. So uh, maybe today was the maybe, first day. Yeah, I just haven't possible. really been on. Uh, I'm excited for them, man. Off color is awesome. They make one of my favorite beers ever called Dino S'mores, Imperial Stout with marshmallow and chocolate graham cracker that does not sound horrible it's it's really good uh their uh troublesome uh goza is fantastic as well that's just one i think that's one of their flagship beers i see it all the time whenever we're up in chicago but it looked like um i saw some the list of their beers and it was a lot of saisons and stuff which doesn't get me crazy excited but hopefully that uh that leads into some cooler things coming down the pipes from them I can pull up the list and tell you exactly. In fact, it's right here. Yeah. Apex Predator, which is a farmhouse. Troublesome. Oh, Troublesome is, is coming? Goza. Nice. Yuzu Fierce, which is a Berliner with Yuzu. Uh, that is all I am seeing right now. Uh, we getting package or drafted them? Both. Oh, nice. All right, cool. One will be really excited. Troublesome's like one of her favorite beers of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Central States, we've got a couple more beers in the back to drink from them over the next few weeks, but we had some really good stuff from them at uh, Crider Fest. I really like those guys. They're super popular in uh, Nash or Memphis every time we go down yeah. there. I don't know if they're actually available in Memphis or if people just go crazy for them, but, uh, man, they do a lot of marketing and branding down there. We had... Uh, uh, Laser Raptor is the one I'm looking forward to drinking from them. It's like a cherry and cranberry sour Berliner or Berliner Weiss or something like that. Uh, and the can's really cool. So hopefully we'll get to that in a couple weeks. We got a ton of beer. We got to start drinking. We got a lot of IPAs in the back that are coming up on time probably. And then our buddy uh, friends uh, Greg and Don just went to uh, New York and brought oh, yeah. us back. Yeah. I don't know, 14 or 15 more yeah. beers, and most of those are IPAs. Greg's a big IPA guy. Who? Oh, Don's Greg, husband? Don's husband. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got a ton of hops to get through uh, shortly. and Get to drinking. Yeah, no kidding. Um, speaking of IPAs, let's open the next one. 
This is just IPA from Sweetwater. All right. Uh, before we open this one, let's uh, let's grab a quick quick uh, bathroom break. Need a little boost in the morning after a night out? Tired of getting hangovers that last all day? Then listen up and try morning recovery. It's not magic, it's science. The doctors behind this product know why we get hungover and have formulated morning recovery to help it from happening. Just drink one delicious morning recovery at last call and wake up feeling like you stayed home the night before. Check out morningrecoverydrink.com for all the details and where to find it. It's not a miracle worker, but it definitely helps. We drink one every Monday after the show and made sure it really worked before putting it out there to you guys. MorningRecoveryDrink.com. Tomorrow starts tonight. The Arminio family has always been involved in entertainment. Before his son invented television in the early 20th century, my great-great-grandfather, Cornelius Arminio, was known for putting on the greatest international entertainment spectacle in the history of the U.S.-Canadian border. Himself a noted and tremendous coward, he convinced local drunkards to ride over Niagara Falls in faulty barrels and then bet heavily against their survival. Well, had old Corny known about the quality wood used to make the barrel-aged bottle openers that sponsor our show, perhaps we wouldn't have lost so many depressed people in upstate New York, including Kyle's great-grandfather, who fittingly died in the largest of these three rapids that make up Niagara, Horseshoe Falls. So go buy barrel-aged bottle openers. It's a family tradition. Okay, so we're going to open up the Sweetwater IPA. There you go. So we went from 4.2 to 5.7 to 6.3%. So they're just slowly creeping up ABV. This is, oh, we have one more from them as well. Yeah, I got the pineapple one still. Yeah. I think I remember actually really liking the Going Coastal last time. I was going to say the same thing. This one tastes uh, remarkably like the last two, <laughs> just with more alcohol. A little bit more malt character on this one. A lot more dry. Yeah. This this is okay. actually my favorite over the 420 from Sweetwater. Out of the three, I would agree. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see uh, the article? I don't know if it came out today or yesterday about the guy from St. Louis who was the Uber driver, Uber and Lyft driver, uh, who got fired for uh, live streaming on Twitch. No. Yeah. Apparently he was filming, you know, his customers and live streaming live streaming them at the time for, you know, I guess he had a couple thousand followers on there. Like people were tuning in to watch No sh- and yeah. he just to watch him driving. Apparently he started he had, he's been doing this for a long time. Uh he used to tell people before they got in the car that he was doing it and some people he said some people would leave. Some people just wouldn't care, and then a lot of people would just be extra, uh, (laughs) (laughs) kind of show up for the camera. camera. Yeah, Uh, but then because of that, uh, he stopped telling people, and uh, I don't know how Uber and Lyft even found out about it, how he got reported, but apparently one of his passengers found out that he had been on Twitch. Either somebody he knows saw him on there or something, and threw a fit. And got him, uh, well, Uber and Lyft both, like, said, we're going to investigate the situation. And they came back, I think it was today, and said that they've parted ways with him. Twitch uh, shut his channel down and everything. Um, You'd think if he was doing that, he would have to have a release or something. Yeah, I don't know. And my question was, 
I, I guess a lot of people that drive film, you know, have a camera in there just for safety and security purposes. But yeah, when you start streaming it to other people, what's your expectation of privacy when you get in an Uber or a Lyft? Do you have any? Yes. Yeah, I don't I know that you do. So. I expect that I am just in the car, me, the driver, and any of my accompaniment. Yeah, I'm not on the internet. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I expect to not be online every time I get in uh, into an Uber. Hey, that's you know pretty much what they were talking about on the radio. Everybody in the studio there thought the same way. And then they're talking about lawsuits and stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't know, like, this guy like going to jail over this is that you know is that something that's going to happen? You think? I don't think he should go to jail for it, but I understand them no longer having him employed. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that if somebody that was a, I don't know, if victim is the right word. I think that's a little strong. Yeah, that but, makes it seem like. But let's, for lack of a better term, let's call him a victim for now. I think if any of the victims were to sue, that. They should win. I don't think it's jail time, but maybe a fine. Yeah. Is well, is there actually an expectation of privacy? Because you're in public. You're also in. You're not in public. You're in a car, but you're in somebody else's car. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of. I think it's kind of shitty to do, but I don't know how I feel about. You know the situation. Does the guy have the right to do that? Apparently, he was making like. An extra thirteen hundred bucks a month on Twitch from donations what? and subscribers and shit. No shit. Yeah. How's that guy making more money than us? By a lot. Looking at you, people. <laughs> um, Start tipping. I mean, you get a lot of, you know, girls that are doing stupid stuff in the back of your car. I suppose. <laughs> I think that was the biggest draw. Was you never knew what was going to happen with the, yeah, I the guess his, girls that he picked up. His big time was the one a.m. to three a.m crowd well and you can be you know you can be selective of who you pick up as a driver you know you get all of these people that ping for a car and you can pick which fare you want to pick up right so you can see their profile and their pictures and stuff i'm sure he was just going you know straight after uh you know groups of people or you know hot girls that were out and drunk or whatever Uh, guys on the internet are lonely and will watch that i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) wait 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 what friday and saturday night if you're at home watching twitch at you know, one thirty in the morning. There are lonely men on the internet. I've heard watching Uber true. Twitch. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, there was a guy who was doing it. I don't know if this is the same guy or not, but he had. Um, it, it can't. It can't have been because these people knew they were on. He had his camera up in the window, and you could see like the feed on there. And then anyone who donated uh, money could attach a message, and it had like a voice that would read the message out to the people that were in the car that got real, real bad. Real okay. Quick. So wait a minute. Like he had an iPad up showing these people that they were online. He had his phone like in the mounted in the window. So they could see, well, of course they could have thought that it was just security, I guess. Oh no, because I mean, it was clear. Like if you stream from your phone, there's a, a program you can use that'll, uh, you know, it shows the feed and a chat log and everything. Yeah. So it looks like you're on, you know, a site. Like yeah. You're not just, but uh, yeah. Then he had to cut that out when the racist shit started. Oh yeah, God, sure. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. And that's I was you know and then what reminded me of this whole <laughs> thing or brought it up was I thought it would be cool to live stream at one of the festivals we go to. Like yeah. just set my phone up on the 
cabinet, yeah. uh, the jockey box, and film people coming up or whatever, and us talking with them. But I just don't know how to get around like you know the the, the privacy issue there. Even though you're at a public event, like. Do you have the right to not be filmed when you're in public at something like that? I don't know. I don't want to be the shithead guy at, at the festival that is doing that. But yeah, just have a sign before you come into my tent. Yeah, you know, I mean, I could always, it's you easy to hang on, something up or video. whatever, but I don't know. I think it would be fun. I think I think people would enjoy the interactions, be, you know, especially with the bell, depending on what we do that day. Yeah. We always bring a bell to the festival, so we just sit on top of the jockey box. Okay. And uh, every time that we go there, it's something different when you hit the bell. And you'd be surprised how few people hit the bell. Like, they think something bad's going to happen when they touch it. Yeah. Did you happen to see the guy on Twitch that made the talking banana? (laughs) I did. Well, you sent me the videos, uh, and I watched that guy, and it was fucking hilarious. (laughs) That Uh, guy had a very similar experience of... All of the worst people of the internet getting on there and saying and trying to get as racist as possible. Yeah, it's so great though. Like even the guy was like, I have to applaud the creativity to get around all of the filters that he built into the program. Like, okay, here's the words that you can't say, and then like people figured out, okay, well we can't use these words, but if we break the words up and spell them phonetically out they'll yeah. say them properly so he went in and he wrote like all these new algorithms to figure out exactly how not to say every bad word you can think of but it's amazing what the most popular candy bar in the world sounds like if you say it repetitively <laughs> through a robot and quick oh, snickers you know yeah yeah, snickers, yeah. oh my god but <laughs> he kept bringing it back like he'd take it down for a while rewrite the programs put it back up and he kind of just turned into like can i find something that they can't break um and then now, he vent- now it's just a challenge yeah. turns out no no <laughs> nope uh the internet is really good at uh figuring out how to break shit like that it's kind of funny but also sad like i don't know this guy probably made a decent amount of money off of it though because i think eventually he turned it into like you had to make a donation to get it to start saying stuff um you know so probably Monet- cashed, monetize it yeah, cashed in on some some shit Southern Tier to release five pumpkin variants. What? Not here, unfortunately. Yeah, no, that part sucks. Does Warlock but count as a? Uh, I don't know. I'm pulling up a story right now. Right. Rum barrel aged pumpkin. That okay. sounds delicious. Chai tea. That's fucked it all up. That there. sounds good. <laughs> um. Pete. Oh wait, no, that's not. Get to, yeah. I, I'm working on it. I pulled this up on the fly, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, while I'm looking to try and find what the other three <laughs> variants are, uh, Jason, I'll ask you this, and then Justin, you follow up. Do you have any hidden gem breweries, small ones that nobody knows about? Actually, there's one in the east side of Grand Rapids called Hideout. It's an old hot tub rental place you walk in wait, you, you could s- rent hot tubs it was yeah wait, there was wait what, what? what? no <laughs> you can't private, rent a hot tub yeah there's private hot tub rentals oh you go there and sit in a hot tub for a while yeah oh all right oh, never mind. that's you, disgusting yes, yes. And, and it is but you walk in it still smells like chlorine and they've been there for years 
but it's the place where you go. It's pretty small, no food. Go in and they just have some good beer. Is there at least What's one hot called? tub in there still that you they put a table in and you can sit on the hot tub seats and No, no hot tubs fuck. left. It's called Hideout oh, Brewing Company. Yeah. What's it called? I'm sorry. Hideout Brewing Company. And where is it in Grand Rapids, that's, you said? That's the What's east it called? side of Grand Rapids. Hideout. Oh. And hideout. where where is it located? In Grand Rapids. <laughs> okay. All right. On the east side. So you'd say that's your favorite hidden gem brewery? I would say that is fairly well hidden. Fuck us, right? We're not a hidden gem. People know us here, Jeff. Yeah. Good point. All right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you're talking true. about. You have 15,000 Facebook about followers. I think that, that doesn't count us as hidden anymore. <laughs> I mean, I bring I bring coworkers here, so it's not hidden. Yeah. I tell everybody. Everybody does. So I found the list of the five pumpkin variants. Okay. And list number one is just pumpkin. That's not a variant. That is not a, not a variant. So apparently it's pumpkin and four variants. Okay. Uh, the next one is rum barrel age. Cold press coffee. Drink it. Yeah. Chai tea. And then the undisclosed variants, which is a uh, new variant scheduled to be released during Pumpkin Fest 2018 on September 22nd. It will be available in limited qualities at the brewery only. Limited quality? Quantity. <laughs> It'll be like. It might be limited quality. I don't know. We haven't had the beer yet. I mean, it could be, you know, red beans and cabbage pumpkin, and I don't think that would be good at all. Well, Why did you go red beans and cabbage? Does that sound good? To me, that would improve a pumpkin beer. <laughs> pumpkin is like one of the few pumpkin beers I actually really enjoy. Not super yeah, pumpkin I, spice or anything. I like pumpkin a lot. It's got the spice to it, but it's also got a shitload of graham cracker, shitload of like vanilla whipped cream character. Like It tastes like pumpkin pie without being overly spiced. Okay. I don't know. And it's high ABV. It's just, I, I like it. it. Sounds worth a try. Warlock is, I think I prefer Warlock. Um, Warlock's their uh, Imperial Pumpkin Porter. I think that's a great beer. But uh, Pumpkin has always been one of my, was my go-to when they were available here. Going so, uh, do you have a uh, a hidden gem brewery? I'm trying to think of something. Um, you know, maybe maybe in Charleston, um, there's a place called Tradesmen, and they they it might not be so hidden anymore. They just opened a new facility. They just expanded, but it used to be on James Island, right by my mom's, and little like three barrel brewery. They had a tiny ass bar upstairs that had like eight seats in it. And they usually had, you know, four or five of their beers on, and that was it. But they were all just really solid, and uh, the owners are awesome, super nice people. Uh, so I, that's probably my best hidden gem, I guess. Uh, what was it called? Tradesman. And where's it at? James Island. Where's James Island? Charleston. And it was called? Tradesman. Tradesman. So it's called Hideout. Stuff. I have no idea. I really don't know if I have one. I, no. My initial thought was Wiseacre. I'm like, well, that's about the furthest thing you can think of from a hidden gem. To be fair, though, when we first started going to Memphis, that you know, for a lot of people, that would have been a hidden True. gem, right? Considering uh, Ghost River was really the only other brewery that was open yeah. back then. And I don't like Ghost River. I don't either. Uh, oh, not not my favorite brewery. Brewery of Avon. I've actually had a lot of their beers. Uh, pair it 
I, w- I wouldn't just say brought it's them a hidden up. gem, though. Yeah, you're from up that way. Is yeah, it pretty it's, big? It's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a staple out there. Really? What's the uh, what's the smallest brewery up from where you're? You know, like uh, scale wise, as far as you know, size of system. Would it? Do you have anybody that's as small as we are? I would say uh, Batch Brewing Company in Detroit is pretty small. Yeah. They've they've definitely scaled up, but there's still there's very little distribution, and it's a just a great it's a great product, and that would probably be it for that one are you seeing breweries in michigan outside of the big ones you know um, bell's founders new holland do a lot of the breweries tend to stay more local or is there guys up there that are you know all over the midwest or even bigger than that there there's a lot of distribution yeah especially in in michigan sure um old nation the M43 that I brought you guys before. They are in uh, Chicago area. They're in Atlanta. So they're select cities. But they're they're doing the... Um, that's the New England style IPA. So they are very select on where it goes. <laughs> and they kind of have unspoken rules. Yeah. That, you know, two weeks old, it doesn't get sold. Really? Yeah. And that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous rule to have. Two weeks is. I, I find it old all over the place, though. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, I saw, I've seen two, three month old cans. How about 420? Are they only available at the brewery? 420 North? Yes. The, all of that is just at the brewery. Yeah. There's, there's, I think there's some very limited local distribution, but I've never seen it anywhere other than the brewery. Uh, what about One River North? They're kind of a hole in the wall. River North. That was One Just River, River North. Just River North. In uh, Colorado? Yeah, in Denver. in Denver. Thought it was One River North. I think I don't know how big they actually are. I know their tasting room is super small. I think they've blown up a lot since we were out there. Have they? Um, I don't know what their size is, but. Yeah, I don't know either. It was a cool place, but you're right. We walked in and, you know. Mother Earth Brewing in Kinston, North Carolina. Never heard of it. It's because no one's ever heard of Kinston. <laughs> These guys are canning now. Uh, I don't know if that's just at the brewery, but. One River North is? River North. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh-huh. One River North. <laughs> There's one brewery called River North in uh, Denver. Yeah, One River North. <laughs> the only one. Right. <laughs> Now, these guys look to be, uh, have exp- I don't know. It's hard to tell from pictures on their website, but yeah. either way. And I don't, like I said, I have no idea how big they were. If I remember being there, their brewery was real big, but their tasting room yeah. sat literally seven oh, people. You know who was, uh, our mutual friend up there when we were there was really cool, tiny brewery. Walked in and, yeah, yeah. you know, two or three barrels only and just an old garage, basically. And those guys have blown up like crazy also. As I go, have they really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. As I go think about it more, I've been so many different places. There are so many breweries I've found that are tiny. Sure. And uh. you'll never hear of them. And it's just the little local brewery. Uh, one in Knox, Indiana, 
in the basement of an old mill. It looks like... Is it called Old Mill Brewing? It's Backroad Brewery. Damn old Mill Stream? No. But it's Backroad Brewery, and he's using dairy equipment as his fermenters and everything else. Why would anybody do that? That sounds stupid. Yeah, it's really <laughs> <Dude>. crazy. <laughs> what a stupid ass. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dumb. But uh, it's a place you'd never hear about, and this, that's a, that's another hidden gem. This beer smells like shit. Um, oh, this the Melvin. We've, this uh, smells old as fuck. Melvin two by four. It smells oxidized. It smells malty. It smells terrible. I haven't tasted it yet. It might be delicious, but it smells awful. Agreed. This oh is man, not that smells good. Uh, you think you hate it now? <laughs> Wait till you <laughs> taste it. It's not not a hit. Ooh. Not a good way to end this show. It's sweet and dry and yeah, cardboardy. Um, it's premium cardboard though. <laughs> it's like that double strength corrugated. Absolutely. Yeah. I might have put the ABV in here wrong, or otherwise they're calling this double IPA and it's only six percent. Nine point nine. Okay. I just I forgot to change the ABV on the uh, from whatever beer was before this. Like six point one, this does not taste like that. That's a good description, Jeff. I, I've been a fan of the Melvin beers. This yeah, one is, this a, is, a is miss. a miss for me. We have one I more. Don't care for it. Uh, we've got one more from them. We'll probably drink it next week. The way this one's uh, tasting, it's just a single IPA. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, by the way, anybody, uh, if you're listening to the show on the day it's released, Thursday. Uh, tomorrow we have exit six turn seven going on at the bar. Uh, you get a chance to come up here, meet Justin and myself, obviously, but that's nothing. They exciting. get to meet us. Yeah, no. Fuck, that's it's a awesome. great honor. It really is. Not many people get that kind of privileges. <laughs> no, it's a ten dollar uh, ticket. I'll be signing autographs <laughs> uh, from three thirty to four. Come up, I have some headshots for you. Will you sign them? Yeah. All right. <laughs> But anyway, how else are you going to hang up my photos? Why would you hang up my photo without a signature? <laughs> well, some people might like that. Keep away the cockroaches. <laughs> Anyways, we will be tapping KBS, CBS, 2015 BCS, uh, 2015 or 16, I don't remember which, Avery's Uncle Jacob's, and 2016 Lagunitas. Willitized. So, yeah, I think I'm going to change my. Willitized or yeah. Westified? Willitized. Hmm. You wrote Westified down in the note for us to write on the board. So, I don't think I did. <laughs> you definitely did. I don't think that's true. <laughs> it most definitely is because uh, they're not allowed to use Westified anymore. They can't yeah, make it. Yeah, but we still have can't. a keg of it. Yeah, I know. And Lagunitas wants to do us something special just for Lagunitas on that okay. day. Well, so uh, if you've been into the bar and looked at the upcoming events board, it's incorrect on that. It's Willitized, not Westified. It's still great. All the other shit's good, too. Backdoor Brewing? I've heard it shit. <laughs> <laughs> Matt on, everybody. That was actually pretty funny. 
Uh, what else we got for craft beer week next week? Um, oh, we've only got uh, seven spots left on the Girl Scout cookie pairing day. Twenty-five bucks, five beers, five pours of beer, five uh, pours samplings of cookies. of cookies, thin mints, chocolate peanut butter, Samoa, uh, iced oatmeal, and lemon. Is that all five? Yeah, that's all five. Right, cool. And then the beers to go along with them. Yep. And then uh, the following Saturday, oh, we should. We we're talking about this because we're uh, just so you guys know, we won't be having a show next week. Um, I'm out of town, and uh, and we can't do this show without, without Justin. Without that's, that's pretty much true. Really uh, we're, not, we're, not uh, yeah, and I won't be here either. There. Yeah, there won't be Jason here yeah. for Newmark uh, Five or whatever we're on. Uh, so next week we're taking a week off. Everybody's going to have a little bit of a break. Uh, so come back on the sixth, August sixth. That'll be our next show after this. Yeah. Uh, but that Saturday, August 4th, we're doing the Odell Big and Barrel Age night. Yeah, we're going to have uh, Green Coyote uh, available again. Uh, and then we've got, I liked Green Coyote. You're wrong there. I'm not. <laughs> um, we'll also have. What does uh, that mean? Hold on. Matt Hahn just told me nobody wants a picture of my mushroom head. What? I don't know. Matt Hahn's just trying to say whatever he can to get you to <laughs> mention Matt Hahn. How rude, Matt Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah well we've got uh, a two-year-old bottle of the Fernet porter that we're putting on we've got uh oh we've got i'm pretty excited about this we still have a keg of the pirate beer the jolly russian pirate. pirate russian pirate that's well, it which, russian like, pirate or jolly pirate one of them they had to change the name because I, pirate is i think jolly pirate is what it used to be called and now it's called russian pirate no, they they Jolly was okay. They had to remove the word pirate. Now it's Jolly Russian. Jolly Russian. There it is. And yeah. it used we to be Russian pirate. Yeah. All right. We still have a keg of Russian pirate. That's going to go on on that day. Nice. Uh, which I am super excited about. Meddler usually too. Uh, uh, we've got Meddler. Yes. From uh, last year, the year before. Yeah. Uh, Anything? Uh, we had another big. Uh, stout or something from them last year, I thought. Barley wine, something dark and malty. I don't know. No. Uh, I, I, would, I just found out today, Jake is working really hard to get us a couple of uh, really special kegs. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, good stuff from them, man, that Onalicious, I don't know if we've tapped it here yet. We have not. We're hanging on to that. That's That'll go on tap, too. Oh, okay. Well, then that's coming up. That's their, their new Tropical Sour. It's fucking awesome. We've got bottles of that here now, but yeah. we'll be putting it on tap that day. I really like a lot of the stuff they're doing uh, in that small format bottles. The uh, barrel-aged red was really nice. Um, I think their price points have gotten a little better on them as well, too, which is helpful. They're not all $15, 12-ounce bottles. You yeah. know? I think Odell's one of those unsung heroes. People don't talk about them as much. I don't think they get the credit they deserve. They really make some great beer. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence there. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I think they make some good beer, but I think they're pretty rated. I don't think they're under or over. Do you really? I, yeah. don't, I don't ever hear anybody talk about how great Rupture is, you know, aside from us, obviously. You know, and when was the last time anybody brought up Bullproof as, you know, a great bar- barrel Something style? like Bullproof, though, they've priced themselves out of, I think, talk. You know, like, 
People bring up Uncle Jacobs, and this is only half the price. Uncle Jacobs also like twenty percent. True. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I like I like them. I think they make solid beer, but I think they're you know. You put them up there with Sierra Nevada, New Belgium. They come out with new stuff. People just don't go crazy for it because they're big, uh, you know, already. And I think right now people are, consumers are much more focused on hyper local. Yeah. Yeah. I still think that's going to be a trend that continues. Even though an article I just read said that uh, breweries are becoming too over regional. And I didn't agree with that at all. Um, One of the, Bells was the brewery they brought up in particular that is expanding into some new states this year. Uh, Colorado, I didn't know that Bells hadn't oh. had been in. Um, and one of the guy like had posted some comments after the uh, on the article and said he wasn't excited to get Bells in Colorado. I'm like Bells makes some good beer. That's that's Odell though. You know, it's the same. It's a big brewery that does some really solid beer and has some really cool releases that people just don't get excited for. Well, I, I've broken my rule here a few times. No Michigan beer when I'm out of Michigan. Yeah, I understand that. But you guys have had beers here that I I've never seen up there. My uh, my guy from New Holland is uh, he's a good friend of mine. He takes pretty good care of me. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, we get a lot of the New Holland variants that no one else gets. So that's Very pretty good. cool. It's been a uh, while since we've had one. We need to see if they got something coming out soon. Uh, fall's coming up. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Like that. Uh, we just had something on from him. We were. One of only eight kegs in the state of Missouri. Um, the s'mores? No, like real recent, like within the last month. I'm trying to remember what it was. I could look through my text messages and Man, tell you, but I'm, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You got to start wrapping up anyway. Yeah, I'm going to ask uh, one final drink it or sink it. Okay. And the reason that I ask is because this is going to lead into our after dark conversation. Um, so it's not like, don't give me that look, Lynn. It's, it's perfectly fine. Drink it or sink it. If you were in trouble and had to be rescued by one uh, action hero star, yeah, character, not star, character, it's got to be John Wick. Drink it. That's the man right there. John Wick's pretty badass, but what about uh, uh, fucking Liam Neeson from Taken? Drink it or sink it, John Wick. I'm going to sink it. Sink it. And after dark, we're going to discuss who the greatest action movie character of all time is. Nice. All right. I like it. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. No, two weeks. Two Two weeks. weeks. We're taking a week off. See you later.